Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sen. My husband and I paid off a pile of debt, student loan debt, medical debt, credit card debt, you named it. You named it? Nope, but you can name it. (laughs) For the last eight years, we have remained debt-free. We've worked really hard to achieve our financial goals, and we've made every misstep a person can make. So if you're ready for a grace-filled, money discussion, this is the place to have it. Money is messy and it doesn't always fit inside of a cash envelope. And we understand that. So today we're going to be talking about a few things to do when you feel completely burned out by your budget. If you have been paying off debt for a long time, or if you have a lot of high interest debt, or if you are a low income family, which is what we were when we were paying off debt, it can feel like it is taking forever. It feels like a very long car ride with very grumpy children, only I'm the grumpy children. (laughs) And there comes a point Even when you're out of debt, if you're focusing on financial goals like getting a down payment for a house or you're saving up for a really big expense or you're putting extra towards retirement or whatever it is, if there's a goal you're working towards, sometimes you just don't want to talk about it anymore. You don't want to live it. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to think about it. And so I have lots of tips today to help you when it comes to not feeling completely burned out. In fact, I asked my Instagram community earlier this week, what do you do? How do you combat budget burnout? And Oh, they always come through for me. It is a great community on Instagram. If you are not following do because we have a lot of fun over there. So here are some of the things that they or you, if you follow me over there and you're listening, come up came up with. So I love this one and this is one that I'm actually going to start implementing. It says have a picture of why you're budgeting on your wall. I think that's so good. And something that I like to do is take a picture of it and have it be the lock screen on your phone. Um, For me, the lock screen on my phone is always a picture of one of my kids, and then the background is all of my kids. And so that's just a little reminder to me of why I do everything, why I work, why I'm going back to school, why we budget, why we prioritize, you know, retirement and college savings over other things. It's for our kids. It's to secure their future. Sometimes it's exhausting, but it's for them. But maybe it needs to be a picture of a house or a picture of a cap and gown because you're paying off your student loans or a picture of some mountains in Hawaii. Whatever it is, it gets to be what motivates you. So take a picture or type it up in the notes app and take a screenshot and make that your lock screen or print out a picture and stick it on your bathroom mirror where you can see it but have a visual reminder of why you are working as hard as you are. So the next tip is debt, hunger, and not having a place to live are much harder than budgeting. Budgeting equals survival. And if you have a lower income, budgeting equals survival. I made a TikTok video the other day about budgeting and someone replied in the comments, ha ha, I don't even have enough money to budget. If you are low income, if you don't have a lot of money, then you absolutely need to be budgeting. And I don't mean for that to come across as preachy. This is, think of me as 
like your sweet aunt who loves you and wants to see you succeed. LOL, there's nothing sweet about me. But think about me as your aunt who loves you and wants you to succeed. If you are making just a little bit of money, just a few hundred dollars a week, you budgeting is the difference between survival and catastrophe. You knowing where your money is going and assigning assigning it a job to do before it leaves your bank account is going to be the difference between overdrafting and having a little bit of money left over. It's going to mean the difference between making your rent or having to decide what bill is going to get paid. So take this as someone who has lived it. Having a small income is not a reason not to budget. As this commenter said, it literally equals survival. I love also the little treats that people suggested, like giving myself an ice cream from Carvel instead of a homemade cone. Treat yourself once in a while. This summer, summer of 2022, has been the summer of the homemade ice cream cone for us. One, because gas was like $5 a gallon, but also we got COVID and we my family stayed sick for three full weeks. And just getting this big $7 tub of ice cream at the Piggly Wiggly and the little $2 box of the waffle cones was a lifeline for us. But once we got better, going on a little drive to the little local ice cream shop and getting a $2 scoop was also a nice treat. So having little things that you do to look forward to, I think are really important. You know, my family and I used to do Friday night date nights at our coffee shop. And now we've transitioned it to some other things, but we have little things in our budget that we look forward to every week, and it makes budgeting more enjoyable. I talk a lot about this when it comes to eating out. I would much rather spend my eating out money on food that I'm going to enjoy and giving me something to look forward to rather than just a bag full of chicken nuggets because I was tired. Now, there's certainly nothing wrong with chicken nuggets when you're tired, but I would rather spend, you know, pay a premium on something that I'm going to enjoy and look forward to. I absolutely love this next one. It says, list your financial accomplishments. Go crazy. Make a PowerPoint or a collage. I think that's, I think that's wonderful because I love a good list I made a video one time called 17 lists that I keep in my planner. It went viral on Pinterest. I will link it in the show notes so that you can watch it if you want. But one of the things I talked about is I write down what I've already done. And so this may, helps me to go back in my planner and look at just little things that I accomplished that day. It's really helped me to not feel like a crappy mom because I can see, oh, I painted with my kids or we made muffins or we read these books. And I, I feel like I've accomplished something as their mother, but also it's helped cover my biscuits when things like a bill came that I had already paid or a conversation was had that needed to be noted. But also writing down some of the things that I have accomplished. I am very hard on myself. I'm very mean to myself sometimes. And lately I've been spiraling into this, you can't do this. You can't accomplish your goals. You're not smart enough to do this. Who do you think you are making these goals? Uh, who do you think you are making these plans for yourself? And I have to go back and, rem- and like go backwards in time and count up the accomplishments 
that I've done to lead me to this point. And so sometimes when you're in the thick of paying off debt or really working towards anything, saying, you know what, I was able to pay off this credit card debt, or I was able to complete this goal, or I was able to finish this project, it it gives you a motivational boost and it shows you that you've already come so far, even if you feel like you have so much more you have to do. Lots of people said this, and we've touched on it a little bit, but it says, up the fun budget. Usually when I feel deprived, that's when I want to quit. And deprivation in your budget really can lead to impulse spending because you can only deny yourself things for so long before you just break. And so giving yourself you know, the money to go get a coffee or the money to go to a movie or whatever, it's your money, you can spend it how you want. But planning that into your budget and giving yourself a little bit of fun money or money that you can just spend on whatever you want is key. Somebody asked me in a Q&A recently what my husband spends his fun money on. <laughs> and I said, grilling stuff, grilling gadgets, seasonings, meat. If he comes home with a brisket, you know how expensive brisket is? I don't feel like, oh, did you blow our grocery budget? Because I know that it came out of his Fun money and brisket's delicious, so we all benefit from it. (laughs) Give yourself grace, but keep practicing until you're in a place where you spend under control naturally. So we have touched on this before, that we're doing the best that we can, but the best that we can gets better with practice. Recently, my kids and I made these little fold-up things. You know, does anyone know what I'm talking about? We used to use them to play MASH as a kid, M-A-S-H, and then you would lift it up and there would be like something written underneath. Well, we made some that had Pikachu, not Pikachu characters, Pokemon characters on them, and we had a hard time folding them, and one of my kids got really frustrated, and I said, stop. It's not going to be perfect the first time. It's going to look really bad, but we get better with practice. And personal finance is no different. We build little habits one day at a time, one good habit at a time. Good or bad, every day we're building financial habits. So we build good habits when we make a budget, stick to the budget, check the budget, do a money minute every day. And if you don't know what a money minute is, it's when you pull out your budget, you pull out your bank account, and you see if there are any discrepancies, and you kind of mentally check in on your goals. But we when we do these things, we build good money habits. And if you are disciplined in your spending, you don't necessarily have to keep track like if when you weren't disciplined. And that grows over time. But that's just something to remember that the more you practice staying on budget, the less you have to tend to it. Although it still needs to be tended to, just not as meticulously once you find your groove. Set a reoccurring calendar of your bills. So yes, and if you didn't know, you can use Google Calendar to send you alerts. So if you have bills that come out, or you get paid bi-weekly or twice a month, and it's not always on the same day. So say that you get paid on the 15th and the 30th, and the 15th and the 30th aren't always on Fridays. 
You can set yourself up a Google alert for when those bills need to be paid. It's a Google calendar alert. So Google will remind you of when you have put things in your calendar, but it will also send you a daily email at 5 a.m. with things that are on your Google calendar. So something that I like to do for reoccurring expenses that aren't necessarily monthly is a few weeks before that expense, like car insurance, um, if an exterminator, pest control comes, dues that come out once a year, sports fees that are coming up quarterly, things like that, I'll set myself up a calendar alert a few weeks in advance. So at like 5 a.m. on a Thursday in November, I'm told that I need to save for that extermination that's going to be happening in January. So use those alerts to your advantage. We have all this technology that we stare at all day. Use it to make your financial life easier. Treat yourself to whatever it is you miss the most in a responsible way. We do Uncrustables. Have y'all ever put an Uncrustable in the air fryer? I just changed your life. You can thank me later. Grace and forgiving myself. We all slip up. We all make mistakes. I say this all the time, but none of us are perfect little money angels. And so when we do slip up, we ask ourselves why. We forgive ourselves. We make a plan and we move on. Intentionally plan splurges. Like I will get takeout on Friday or I'll get fancy coffee on Saturday. Take a break. Maybe this month you hit your minimums and go full speed again next month. And I like that idea. You hit your minimums and you go full speed again next month. So if you have a lot of debt to pay off and you are really like at month after month feeling exhausted and you know that this you're in it for the long haul, it's okay to stop and take a break and go on vacation and take the extra debt payments that you were saving and go on vacation. It's okay. You can you can plan and spend responsibly and still pay off your debt. Like she said, hit the minimums. We don't have to live in the minimums for the rest of our lives, but we can take a month, take that extra money we were putting towards debt. If, if we're able to put extra money towards debt, put it towards something else and just relax for a minute. It's fine. No one will die. I loved this one. This one was great. It said, when saving and not eating out, we order to go dessert on the weekend to eat after dinner at home. And I think that's a really special treat that you can do. And that also makes a great date night when you have little children. You cook dinner at home. You order dessert. One of you goes and picks up the dessert while the other one puts the kids to bed. Um, Husbands, let your wife go and pick up the dessert and give her some like alone time. And it will make your date even better. If you get what I'm saying. This one made me laugh so hard. It said, I stand outside, look at the neighbor's Jeep and say, soon. So I'm not one who cares about cars or really is worried about what my neighbor is doing. But I do have some goals that I made kind of a vision board for that I put on my desktop computer. So it's the background of the computer. And sometimes I will look at that and I think in my head, okay, one day, I think in my head, that made me sound intelligent. One day, that's going to be it. And if I just keep, I keep working on it, we can get there. Trying out a new spreadsheet or app or just something new and shiny is motivating. So yes, so there are a lot, like I think um, You Need a Budget does a 
30-day free trial. I know that uh, every dollar, that's what my husband still uses, it's pretty good if you've never used it before. I have a free budget by paycheck spreadsheet that you can grab. I'll leave it in the show notes. There are lots of free or very low cost things Then maybe you'll mix it up a little bit. Sometimes we're burned out because the tools we were using no longer work for us and it's okay to stop and find new tools to keep us going in the process. Calculating how much I'd save in a year at my current habits, usually a kick in the pants and motivating. So I'll do this every once in a while with our mortgage. So we go in sprints with our mortgage where we're like, okay, let's let's get this thing paid off. And then we pause and we prioritize other things and that's okay. Our mortgage is very low. We are now at under $100,000. Our mortgage is less than $1,000 a month. So it's very manageable, but sometimes I will calculate the interest that we'll end up paying and think about all the stuff that I could do with that interest. And that was a motivation for me initially when getting out of debt was calculating how much interest I was spending, just making minimum payments and then doing what I needed to do to kind of up the game a little bit. This is cute. She said, we buy an Olive Garden gift card with Ibotta earnings to have date night. So there are lots of money-saving apps you can use. Three of my favorite are Fetch, Upside, which is a gas app, and Ibotta, and I will link to all of those. But you can earn like cash, PayPal money, gift cards, and so sometimes it's nice to cash in those gift cards for a treat. I used our gift card one time to send my husband to see, um, what's that, the new Top Gun movie. Tom Cruise scares me, okay? I'm afraid of him. And so I won't watch movies he's in. But my husband went to see Top Gun Maverick and loved it. And he got to go for free with a gift card from Fetch. So remember your purpose. Go back to your why. And this is good advice, too, because sometimes we just we're like Michael Scott. I declare bankruptcy. And but instead, it's I declare debt freedom. But we don't talk about how we're going to get there, why we're doing it, what steps we're going to take. And so it's a good idea to go back and revisit the process during the process to revisit why you want to get out of debt, what your goals are and what steps you're going to take to achieve said goals. Watching old videos of my budgeting friends, hearing them grounds me. Is it me? Are we budgeting friends? In good times, in bad times, we are budgeting friends. Pull out the credit card bills, wake up call. <laughs> yeah, it can be a wake up call. Sometimes it's not even the bill, it's just, hmm, what's going on this month? And then going back into your bank account and seeing all the things that you spent money on that you didn't intend to, that can be a wake up call for sure. Yes, hallelujah. I love this one. It says, keep it simple. I have a category that says other instead of a category for everything. So we only use four budgeting categories in this house. They are housing, food, gas, like transportation, and other. We budget by paycheck. My husband gets paid weekly. I pay myself twice a month. And so it's just an easier way to cash flow things. So we know that all of our housing expenses come out twice a month. And those housing expenses are our house payment and our utilities. Then we have gas and transportation, which is weekly. We budget for that weekly. Food, which is also budgeted for weekly. And other, which is 
goals, karate, piano, uh, anything we need for school, uh, donations we want to make. It's just anything other than the first three categories. I also don't do a bunch of sinking funds. This seems to be something that people have a lot of questions about. When I say we don't do sinking funds, we don't keep our emergency fund separate. It all goes in one pot. (laughs) And to me, it seems so simple, but I guess to other people, it seems complicated. We put our money into savings. We build up our savings to a number that we're comfortable with. We take money out when we need it, and we put money back when we've taken it out. To me, that seems like the least complicated way to do things, but to someone else, that that may be, no, I can't, that, that, no, I don't want all my money touching. And that's fine. It's up to you. But for me, keeping things as simple as possible means keeping things as sane as possible. I love this. It says every item spent gets two questions, planned expenses or unnecessary expenses. So there you go. It's a a way to mentally file your budget categories. And of course, again, budget for fun every once in a while, and you get to determine what is fun for you. Something I'm really tired of seeing is people talking about things being a waste of money. What is a waste of money to you may not be a waste of money to someone else. There are lots of things that I view as wasteful, but it's not up to me to determine how someone else gets to spend their money that they go to work and earn. So nobody but you who earns your paycheck gets to decide if money is wasteful or not. Okay, so I hope these tips have been helpful to you. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on Instagram at Lydia Sin or at TikTok at Lydia Sin. You can also find me at frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast where you will hear this and every single episode you may have missed. And thank you to those of you who have left a review. You can swipe over the artwork wherever it is you're listening. Actually, you can't wherever it is you're listening, but you can on Apple Podcast and on Spotify and you'll see uh, a place to leave reviews. Thank you for everyone who has done that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here, and I'll talk to you soon.